0: Hey guys, welcome to another edition of There Goes the No-Hitter. I'm your host, Big Chief Daddy, and it's been a while since um, I've been on here. I haven't talked to you guys since um, the start of the World Series. So, on this episode, we will um, talk... About the MLB awards were given out and who won those awards. Um and my thoughts on some players winning the awards that shouldn't have won or the award. I thought some else should have won it. Also, we'll talk a little bit about what the Astros and Red Sox have in common. Um so sit back, relax, thanks for subscribing, and we will let's do this right now. All right, guys. Well, first off, I'd like to say congratulations to the Washington Nationals as they beat the Houston Astros in a thrilling Game 7 series to win their first ever um, World Series title in franchise history because, as we all know, or if you haven't known, they were the Montreal Expos and that moved to Washington to become the Washington Nationals. This is also the second championship in Washington, D.C. history. If you go all the way back to the Washington Senators when they won their championship, um, it was a great game. And um, Anthony Rendon was your MVP. No, I take that back. He wasn't – I he should have been your MVP. The MVP – of the world series was actually Steven Strasburg. So he was your MVP, um, for this year's, uh, world series. He had a great series also. So he, he was dominant in all aspects of the game. But so that, that just to kind of close up on my, um, World Series Talk. I know it's we're sitting here at the, almost the end of November. So it's, it, it, you know, kind of old news, but I just thought, sending it out there, I hadn't had a chance to uh, come back and do this episode. Been um, taking care of some other, some other personal stuff. But anyway, so let's get into the awards. And the first award I'll give them to the talk a little bit about is the. MLB 2019 Rookie of the Year award, and it was um so the first um the Mer- the National League Rookie of the Year was a no-brainer. Um, congratulations again to Pete Alonso. You know, Alonso was one shy from being a unanimous decision on the um for the votes for the for the rookie of the year. I mean, this is just the guy that led all rookies or home runs. He he won the home run derby. So, you know, one guy, he you know, he he won the home run derby. He was awesome. He carried the Mets. Um So, you know, he's great. Um the next um and now AL and AL rookie of the year was uh, Jordan Alvarez. Um, he also he helped a lot. He, uh, in, a, in in about 87 games, he hit 27 home runs, 78 RBIs. He hit 313. He had a slugging of 655, so, which was actually a little bit better. I mean, he's the only player with a higher – he has OPS. The only players that are higher OPS than Alvarez was Christian Yelich and Mike Trout. Basically, I think Mike Trout was a little shy because he was off. He was out of Miss a Lot of the Year, but that's just me. I'll get into Mike Trout in a minute because that is something I'm curious on myself on how that happened. But so those are the rookie of the year. The managers of the year came out later. And Casey, the the, uh, National League manager went to Mike Trout. I'm gonna call it. I think his name is Sheldit. He won for the American for the National League with the Cardinals. The Cardinals had a good year. They got to the playoffs. Um, he beat Craig Council from the Brewers, and he also um, so you know he he had a good day. He had a good year. Um, the Cardinals are always there, but first year manager, um, out the gate, we'll see how well he does. I mean the. You know, following La Russa, then Matheny. Now this guy, it's um, going to be pretty, um, pretty big shoes to fill. But he's he's respectable. Now, for as far as the AL manager of the year, this is where it gets interesting. Now, Rocco Baldelli won it for the Minnesota Twins, and okay, he had. He he beat out Yankees manager, Aaron Boone. But I didn't think he should have won the manager of the year. The guy that I think should have won manager of the year was Kevin Cash. Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays, I think, should have won manager of the year. And here's why. He had a $64 million payroll. He got his team to one game to the of the NL or the ALDS series. They would have played the Yankees, the Yankees. They lost to the Astros. He did a lot more and I know people are going to hear this and I know they're going to get mad. They might even turn this podcast podcast off if you did Granted, you're gonna want Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone should have won manager year. Surprisingly, I think a lot of things is every New York fan always wants their team to players to win. They should they should have won him. He they're saying Aaron Boone with, with with having the injuries that he had and the sustainability to get his team to the postseason and win the East. We're talking about the freaking Yankees. They're one of the high high. They're Yankees high payroll in baseball. They have the great hitters: Car- Car- Carlos, Carlos Stanton, Aaron Judge, G- Gabby Torres, DJ LeMahieu. Injuries do happen. I get it, but you have a high payroll. You're expected to get there. You're expected to get to this to the to the NB to the uh. MLB playoffs. You're expected you should win that division. I hold the Dodgers as far as just as I hold the Yankees in perspective of the name alone, the name in the front of the jersey, you're gonna get perspective. There's nothing to do with the writers, and the writers don't hate the Yankees. They don't hate the Yankees players. I've heard that today. I heard that this weekend or a couple weeks ago when this orange came out, I think was maybe it was last week. So, yes. So those are the two. I, I get, you know, those are the manager of the years, the Cy Young winners. Congratulations to Jacob de Grom for the New York, for New York Mets who, Hey, he repeats us to two thousand and nineteen Cy Young. He won it last year, and heck, with that team that he had, I'm I have no problem with him winning the Cy Young. Degrom had twenty nine of thirty ballots, and he, you know, he is the eleventh um, pitcher to win the award back to back. So and he, he had a great year. He had a great year with that pitching and with that place. Now they had the rookie of the year in Pete Alonso, but the Mets aren't going away, but they have a bright future. Hopefully DeGrom stays. And they get a bunch of people, get a bunch of players to add, and we'll see how they go. The the shocker to me really was um Justin Verlander winning against he beat his teammate, um, Garrett Cole, and Garrett Cole, baby, for anybody out there that kind of gets that, I believe should have won the should have won the Cy Young. Um, I, everybody was talking about Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole had a, a great postseason, but I know it doesn't really go on postseason. Verlander didn't have that great of a postseason. I mean, World Series, he didn't have really have a good post, postseason. But I, I mean, I don't know. I can go with either or. But I would have rather. I would have rather seen Garrett Cole win. He got. He played second under with. with uh, like I said, with Verlander winning again. Okay. Verlander had a 2.2 ERA in the regular season. He had uh, he reached 300 strikeouts. In fact, he actually had exactly 300 strikeouts. Um, he pitched 73 and a third inning this year. So, you know, he's he had a great year. I'm not saying he didn't have a great year. He he he, he did good. I just wish I just think Garrett Cole might have pitched a little bit better. And I think Garrett Cole is the Cy Young winner for the Astros, as far as maybe even their MVP of the Astros. So, but speaking of the MVP, I have an issue with one MVP, but not the other. So, in the Dodgers, congratulations to Dodgers outfielder slash first baseman. Um, Cody Bellinger on winning the MVP. He had 19 first-place votes, 10-place, second-place votes. For some strange reason, he got one fifth-place vote. He beat Christian Yelich, who got 10 place first-place votes, 18 second-place votes, one third-place vote, and one fourth-place vote. And coming in third was Anthony Rendon, who only got one-place one first place vote was probably from the city of Washington. Um, the long shot, I thought maybe P Alonzo would have pulled the double dip. He didn't get any first place votes. He so got a couple fifth place votes, mostly sixth and seventh place votes. So here is the guy. I don't know how he played or how he got into how he won the world series. I mean, not the world series, the, uh, the American League MVP because Mike Trout who won the MVP he he batted 291 104 RBIs 110 runs 137 hits 110 walks out of 470 at-bats okay the guy that should have won MVP had out of 602 at bats, had 109 runs, 197 hits, 102 RBIs, 46 walks, batted 327. His best year since average wise since 2016 with the Rockies. I, if we did, if we did versus Mike Trout and we saw the stats when it came to this, let me look it up. It is un, it is un, not even comparable because mayhew pitched had had a I mean he had a great season so between his stats I just told you his stats and Mike trouts should we look we look on Mike trouts stats real quick um hold on for one quick second so and Mike trout his stats You had 45 home runs, 291 batting average, 104 RBIs. So, you know, I and he let's see, he batted 291. Yeah. Out of 470 at bats. His war was at 8.3. I don't know. Uh he missed games, man. He didn't play in that many games. He was out for the rest of, for a long period of time. So, so, I mean, he played, uh, if I'm looking at this right, he played 20, let's see how many games this guy played. He played 143 games this year. And the, and Mayhew played more. Lemayhew should have won MVP, bottom line. That's what I think. Mike Trout got 17 place first-place votes, 13 place second-place votes. Lemayhew didn't even get a first-place vote. Alex Bregman got 13 place first-place votes, 17 second-place votes. Marcus Simeon didn't get a first-place vote. So I don't understand how a guy that didn't even finish ended his career in the DL. Not to mention your team finished towards the bottom of the of the uh, American League. It finished 72 and 90. Is it most valuable player award or is the most outstanding player award for MLB? What is it? Is there valuable? Yeah, maybe add Mike child. He doesn't get hurt, but they don't, they don't catch Texas. They don't catch Oakland. They definitely don't catch Houston. So those are the awards. I'm going to take a bit of a break and I'm going to get into the Houston Astros and a, Boston Red Sox and what they have in common and what and what has been the latest on what's going on with them. I'll be right back. All right, guys, I'm back. And if you guys haven't heard yet, Major League Baseball has a team, they were caught, uh, the Astros were caught cheating. If you, I looked up on John Boy's media, who is on his Instagram, has not only, ha, has a video out there of when they were playing the Yankees and the Astros got caught stealing signs in and you would hear a bang and a bang and another bang for every time there was a breaking ball or some kind of curve ball, and the batter would know what to come. Coincidence, maybe. But the video doesn't lie. Now, another video I saw happened in the 2017 World Series. During, there was a game. In the 2017 World Series, where the Dodgers came up, were up big. They were up a lot in the, tw- and the Astros made a great comeback. Okay, it will. In fact, let me. I'm looking at it right now, and I believe it. Oh, it was Game Five of the World Series. Game Five. The Astros won 13 to 12. The Dodgers were up in this game. 7. Maybe 9. They, you know, it was a. I, I want to say, yeah. I'm gonna say they were up uh for 7 to 4. And sure enough, you can. Break it down. I saw it on the video. Somebody whistling every time a certain pitch came. They're, pit- they're still in signs. Now, yes, I'm a straight believer that, yes, you, you got to hit the ball. You got to hit, you know, you got to see it. I can tell you what's coming. And if you can't hit it, oh, well. Still, you still gotta hit it. You still gotta hit it where there ain't. But what I find ironic is that Alex Cora was the bench coach for the Houston Astros during that year, and the Dodgers eventually lost the World Series in seven to the Astros. The next year, Alex Cora goes to the Boston Red Sox. The Boston Red Sox face the Dodgers in the World Series. Boston Red Sox win the World Series handedly. Now, I know there's video out there. I have to find it. I'm sure there's video out there of a stealing signs between the Red Sox and the Dodgers. I bet you the Red Sox stole some signs. Yeah. Yeah. The Red Sox were allegedly stealing signs because Alex Cora was—he knew the plan. If they did it in 2017 with the Astros, he's the bench coach. He's now the manager of the of the uh, Red Sox. It's a possibility he did steal some signs. So, what should the MLB do? I think the MLB needs to crack down and find out what what really went down. What really went on, as far as you know what really went down because if Alex Carr plays a key role in this stealing signs from for the 2017 World Series he's most likely did it for the 2018 World Series so that's my take real quick on on what happened uh, with this whole saga of the the um, stealing signs with the Astros so on on another lighter note uh, before I end this podcast I was sent a text of an article saying the Orlando Magic's co-founder Pat Williams is trying to get a team a baseball team in Orlando I, As much as I would love a team in Orlando because I wouldn't have to go to Miami or I wouldn't have to drive to Tampa Bay, even though Tampa's not that far. And what division would they be in? Would they be in the American League or National League? Baseball doesn't do well here in Florida. It doesn't. They have a lot of spring training games here in the state of Florida because a lot of teams obviously come here and play they spring training, so you get a lot of people having different teams. I mean, there's a lot of Yankee fans in Tampa Bay. There's a lot of Braves fans here in Orlando because they have their spring trainings here. But as far as the actual games, I went to Tampa Bay this past year. There was hardly anybody there, and they were playing the Dodgers, and there was hardly anybody there. The only time the Yankees, when the Tampa Bay sells out, is either when they make the playoffs or... The Yankees or Red Sox are in town. With Miami Marlins, that place is a joke. They stole the taxpayers' monies down there. They are under new management, so we'll see what Derek Jeter's doing. But, you know, they built that brand new stadium and then they had that monster team just to dismantle it and they didn't go anywhere and the Marlins haven't done anything in... what what's that now they won in 97 and they won in 04 so over 20 years so close almost 20 years ago they won the World Series we'll see where the Marlins are at later in the, uh, in the year but I don't think a baseball team here would work as much as I, I, I like baseball. The state here is different. It's different atmosphere here. Maybe there's too much to do here. Maybe it's because they're not used to winners here, but it's not like Dodger Stadium. It's not like Yankee Stadium where they're sold out. It's not like Fenway where tickets are sold out. It's not like um, Wrigley. Wrigley. All the big Comerica Park, the White Sox. So we shall see. I think it's a slim chance that they're actually going to have a team. In fact, there is talks that Tampa Bay is going to be playing half their games in Montreal next this year coming up. So if that's the case, I mean, you know, we may be moving the team to Montreal. Heck, I think Montreal deserves a baseball team. Better than over here in Florida. I think baseball in Montreal might actually work this, this this time. I think they've they're hungry for it. Toronto seems to do well with their baseball team. So we shall see. But anyways, thanks for listening, watching um Unless some crazy stuff happening this uh with trades or signings, I probably won't be talking to you guys on this podcast till about spring training next year before in about in april um unless i hear something big news coming um other than that though please do take a listen to the other podcast on sports daddy tv presents the coastal bros also sports daddy um tv on youtube follow us on sports daddy tv on facebook TV on Twitter. But I am your host, Big Chief Daddy. I will talk to you soon. Have a great day. Happy holidays. And we will see you and talk to you next year with spring training coming around. All right, guys. Have a good one.